podcast is presented by Torn Curtain Collective. I'm Anya and I'm here with Jeff for the next podcast in our series called Unseen. Yeah, it's good to be with you and we're excited to talk about this topic. It's kind of a fun topic. How do you sort out your space? How do you cleanse your home? How do you cleanse, whether it's your bedroom or your office or someplace like that, how do you get the place where you live, the place where you spend so much of your time and make it a haven and a sanctuary? Yeah, we're talking about basically operating in a clean, safe environment where we get get to operate. It's not okay. Yeah, that's right. And it's kind of interesting because everyone seems to do this differently. And uh, we've seen a lot of things over the years. And uh, we've got friends and they'll come into a house and anoint, you know, maybe doors and windows and things with oil. Uh, one of the one of my favourites is we were over in Turkey and someone was setting up house for the first time and there was this kind of blessing party where everyone got together and they just walked around in different groups. There's probably about 30 people just walking around this house, just licking blessing and, and uh, over every room and it was amazing. Yeah, it's interesting the thought, isn't it, just that you know your physical environment can somehow carry a spiritual atmosphere with it. It came as a bit of a shock because I, I guess if I felt negative in a room in the past. I would have just said, I'm having, you know, I'm having a bit of a bad day and I, I don't feel very good. <laughs> uh, but now, sometimes we'll think, oh, actually, we just need to do a little bit of cleansing around here because it's not just me. I'm not the only factor going on and there's all these spiritual dynamics that, that could mean that the space is a bit iffy. Yeah, do you find any sort of examples of that in the Bible? Probably the most formative idea uh, in, in Scripture is, is really kind of interesting, a little bit quirky. If you think about Jesus coming into Jerusalem, and he just says, if you guys didn't cry out, if you didn't make a fuss, if you didn't praise, then the very rocks would have something to say. And that that's, sounds a bit strange. But then when you combine it with what God said over Abel's body to Cain, he said, you know, his blood is crying out from the ground. And you kind of have this idea in, in, in Scripture and it helps us just orientate our mind is that inanimate objects bear witness of spiritual history in a place. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because it's like, the idea of what has happened actually lingers yeah, that's and right. is, you know, spoken of, like you say, um, bad stuff might have gone on a long time in the past or even in recent history, but the fallout can still be happening because of the witness of what's happened in the place. Yeah, that's still there. There's this um, really interesting verse in Habakkuk 2 and 11, and it just talks about a bad guy in his house. He's he's m- making money through extortion and he's, he's an oppressive kind of bloke and stuff has happened in his home that's been negative and it says... The rocks and the rafters are bearing witness. And that's just really telling to say, oh, that paints a picture of what's going on in the spiritual realm. And I can do something about that. I can deal with that. <laughs> it's kind of like it's like a bit of a spill on the floor. Hey, you know, somebody, so a kid spills a bunch of milk on the floor. You know, we can walk away and go, well, that's happened. Or we can get in and clean it up before, you know, divert the next disaster that happens as a result of it. Okay, if you cleanse your room, you're really removing the evidence yeah. of what's gone on in the past. And the idea of destroying evidence, like we think about the you know the cops and robbers and the, and the detective movies, the idea of destroying evidence feels really negative. But actually, we do it all the time around home. So if one of the kids trips over and milk goes, milk yes. just every place. And um, you know, out comes the mops and the buckets, and straight away we want to remove the evidence because something negative has happened. And we don't want the next five people to visit us to be very well aware that we've just had this graphic mishap. Yep, that's really cool. That's why there's nothing necessarily wrong with the physical structure of 
you know, the building that we might be in or the space we might be in, something has changed because of what people, what's happened in the place might have done or said or brought into that space, yeah? So we're trying to come in and create an environment where actually the enemy can't pick up on that. That's right. And create havoc. And we're, probably, and we're probably taking very seriously the gravity of what happens when in a particular room, you know, an event takes place that's really yeah. negative and very much against the heart of God. And, you know, the fallout from that can yeah. be incredible. Yeah, I think one of the places where we've, you know, you pick up the, oh, this in lots of different environments, but I find like I'm starting in a new job and I'm, you know, I walk in and here's my new office. My first thought is, I don't know what's happened in this office before I've walked into it. You know, maybe a bunch of people were fired in this office. Maybe fear got hold. Maybe there's been frustration because someone's just been not able to do their job in this office. Maybe there's been threats that happen in this office. I don't know, but I'm going to come to it in a blanket way and I'm just going to cleanse that space because I don't want that spirit to linger. I don't want that history to linger. I want to start with a clean history. I used to work in a hospital actually and you know, I was very, very aware of this in the rooms where my patient, you know, patients perhaps had died. So you'd walk into a patient's bedroom and perhaps it was a new, a new hospital room for a new patient to come in. But they're coming into a space where someone's died, there's been horrendous grief, there's been terrible fear, you know, and those that sort of spirit can take up an abode because of the history in the room and I yeah, think, yeah. you know, just as a nurse would go in and or, the, or you know, the, the cleaners would go in and they'd disinfect the floor and they'd put new sheets on the bed and physically speaking they'd absolutely clean the room of any hint of what's gone on before. It was good to come in also spiritually and just say, you know, I'm going to, I'm actually going to wash away the grief and the fear and all of that, the spiritual aspects of what's happened in that place and, and create, just take the, I guess, light in the environment for the next person to come in. But what happened in the past doesn't need to follow into the future, doesn't need to carry over. Yeah, no, I definitely find that at, at work, you know, you have important meetings and you know it's going to be tough. And, you know, maybe you're the one sharing the meeting, you arrive 15 minutes before and just... You know, bring blessing into the room. Just wash over the atmosphere of everything that's gone gone on in that in that meeting room before. You know, the the tensions, the the relationships that yeah. everyone is bringing all this stuff to the meeting, and and why don't we give that an advantage? And I've seen this so many times that all of a sudden you just see breakthrough coming, uh, not because it's not difficult, but because they've come into this little piece. Of little place of peace and safety and, and they can actually get some, form some agreement there. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I think we've found that even when we, you know, walk into a new house, if we're renting a house or if we've bought a new house, you know, again, without knowing the history, but, you know, there could be things like, you know, did divorce happen in that house? Has there been violence in that home? Maybe the whole place was built, you know, right from the start with dodgy dealings or, you know, people being ripped off along the way. All those things that, yeah, you yeah. know, are not from God, they've still become part of the history of the place that we're about to occupy. So we want to cleanse our home before we even move in there. And, you know, sometimes we just do this as a blanket thing. I even do this when I buy something at a secondhand shop. You know, I pretty much, I don't know the history of this. So, you know, in Jesus' name, I just want to come and cleanse this. Annul any, anything in the history that that could give the enemy a legal right now. So, you know, sometimes we can do this as a blanket thing, Jeff, this yeah, cleansing, yeah. but other times, actually, it's quite helpful to have specific revelation about what's gone on as well, and we can ask yeah, God for insight. And that's right. So so often in, when we're working in the, in the spiritual realm, we're just taking our cues from the Holy Spirit. And, yeah. and so he'll say, here's an issue, and, um, and we'll respond. So let's talk a little bit about what we do. Just in a room, we'll come into the room and, and we'll apply the blood of Jesus 
all around. So that's just the most powerful thing that we have in our hands. So it's a bit like the children of Israel, Jeff, would you say? You know, yep. as they went yep. and applied the blood over the door of their house, and basically saying, I can now destroy, I can't touch the place where the blood has been applied. It's just not, the destroyer's just got no reason to go there, he just moves on. And, and, and that's what we're talking about. So we'll come in and we'll just say, take, take forgiveness from your throne, Father God, just wash over this wall, I wash over this wall, I wash over this wall, I wash over this wall, the ceiling, this floor, I wash over everything in this room. And then I would just speak to the walls uh, in terms of the way that they would bear witness. And I would say, just in Jesus' name, I call on these walls to remember no more and to testify no more of the evil that they've experienced. In Jesus' name, I silence you in the name of the Lord Jesus and I silence the accuser in this room in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, and I like to do something a little, it's, slight, it's kind of the same, Jeff, but maybe slightly different as well to come in and not just take forgiveness and cleansing from the Lord's yeah, presence, yeah. but to take love from his presence. And I think of that because it says, well, first of all, love covers a multitude of sins, but also love keeps no record of wrong. So if we want to annul the record, of wrongs, you know, we can come and say, Lord Jesus, you know, I come into your presence, I just take a huge measure of love and I apply love to these to these rooms. I I cleanse this room with love, like Jeff says, I cleanse this wall, this wall, this wall. That's right. What we're really doing is is we're purifying our space and we're making it holy. Yeah. And and so what would follow on very naturally and, and, and this is something we do is is we would then just like enthrone Jesus in the room. Yeah. So Lord Jesus, I welcome you into this room. I enthrone you in this place and I welcome your rule and reign in this room. And they're just simple words, but wow, the ramifications of him coming in and being um, enthroned in in the place where we're we're operating, you know, that's that's amazing the difference they can make. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really helpful when we, we start to see the potential for this everywhere. I know that one of the churches we were once at, Jeff, had also doubled up as a community centre through the week. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, even though it was sort of a sacred space in one sense, yet all week groups came in from very all different parts of the community for all sorts of different activities. And I know um, the leaders in that place were really vigilant in saying, you know, we're going to get in on Sunday morning just because, you know, people bring their stuff, hey. Yeah. You know, we all bring different dynamics. People bring their stuff. Um, and we recognise that what has gone on can change the atmosphere. Um, so basically we're going to come in and we're just going to cleanse the space before people come to worship on Sunday morning. And they would do that very intentionally. I think, you know, even in a dorm room, for example, um, at a university, you know, you can walk into a dorm room that might belong to you and I think, you know, let's say let's say you're starting to feel really anxious in that room. I, I guess we just want to open our eyes and just go, well, it might be a personal issue. It might be something, yeah. you know, in us that we need to deal with and, again, a spiritual issue within us. But a good starting place can be to actually cleanse the environment because perhaps the person before you has come in and just brought a really anxious spirit with them and that's been their, you know, where they've taken up their, that's, they've spent a lot of their anxious days, anxious nights, maybe they've moved on, but that sense of anxiety is still in the room, and I, just a really easy place to start is let's just cleanse the environment. And that's right, and I guess, I guess physical life is messy, like we're always cleaning up our home, Yeah. and uh, it seems like it's getting trashed every five minutes, and then you know, we'll go to work and, and, and do things, but, but particularly when you think about it, you clean up after you've had a whole heap of people over, like some events gone on, people have come over and, and you'll clean up after and, and, and restore everything to the way it's meant to be. 
but you, you would also prepare, and so you do you do a little bit of sprucing up before people come over as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, and we do a lot of that. But um, I think you know one one example I've got is I know um, my parents were coming to stay from Australia, and um, it was really exciting. But I just you know more than anything, I just want them to walk into their room, the guest room we've prepared, and just have a good night's sleep. You know, I don't want them to. I don't want to say in the morning, "Hey, how did you sleep?" I was like, "Ah, oh, not really well." You know, I was a bit fitful. So what we can do is we just come in, and, you know, before they even come, look at us come and I wash this room in your forgiveness. I pour out your love in this room. I invite your Holy Spirit to come into this room. We, as Jesus, we find Jesus in this room. You know, this room will be a place of peace. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm. This room needs to deliver a good night's sleep. And so, in a sense, we're just cleansing the room. Um, on a spiritual level as well, um, before people come in. As I say, people can do that, you know, at before on Sunday before a church service or in a boardroom before a meeting. It, we can we can clean a space before people come, and then we can clean a space after events have happened. Um, I think one of the things we wanted, I just wanted to mention, is you know because we've also got you know we've got family and in a home. Um, it's very easy to look at, you know, to sort of start to look at what's going on in relationships between each other and um, sometimes miss the fact that actually the, the whole home could do with a good cleansing. And so I think one of the things that alerts us to this is if there's starting to be always tension in the home, um, perhaps if there's children or even just one child having nightmares all the time or, um, you know, if there's accidents that are happening this can be on a work site as well you know if there's just always accidents happening on a work site you've you've even talked a bit about the idea of just the <laughs> yeah we might we might talk about things like that and, and just think oh man you know it's, it's, it's a leaky house or it's it's got um mold or, or whatever and it's making everyone feel ill or something like that but there could or the point of all of this i guess is there could also be a spiritual dimension at work yeah yeah, and so just you know, recognizing what's going on. Um, this actually cleansing an environment is one of the easiest ways and the most simple tools we can use, and it can it can shift things. And I remember um, we've got some friends, and they were over in Turkey. They had two little children, and they would often go on very very long car trips. And I remember the lady saying, the kids would get in the car, and so there's two seats, but there's all this space in between, and there was the potential for that space to be filled with squabbles. And with, um, you know, even car sickness and all the stuff that would just make it for a nightmare trip. But she would always just put the kids in the car and then she would just say, and now I just call on peace to fill all the spaces. Um, and, and I just cleanse this car of any, you know, any any trouble that's gone before. Even the memories of bad car trips, we just cleanse that out and then we call on peace to fill the spaces. And it made a really big difference. Yeah, that's great. Uh, one thing uh, that we do as well, so, so we, we would cleanse the space, we would enthrone Jesus. Another thing we would do is we would actually call on angels just to come and stand and guard. Mm. Um, as, as nearly a, 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 ne a next part of the process or, or another level, we're calling for angels to come and protect and, and, and just, just stand and stand and stand around. You know, they are ministering spirits and they're here and we can place them to guard us, just the same as in, in the old days, you'd have fort or a, you'd have people on guard all the time. And um, it's kind of a funny story about this because uh, one, one day a, a lady asked us to come over and she had a little boy and he was having a problem just getting down the hallway and going to the bathroom at night. And uh, he was kind of freaked out and scared of going down the hall. And, and we did different things. But one of the things we very purposely felt led to do was just placed 
you know, shoulder to shoulder angels all the way down the hallway between his bedroom and the bathroom. And you know, we're just walking in obedience to God. It was, wasn't a big deal. But went away and, and the lady was raving a little while later, a short time later. She was just saying, it's not an issue anymore. He just wakes up, goes down, goes to the bathroom. No problem. No more accidents. No more living in fear because he's got this honor guard, as it were, all the way down the hallway. <laughs> it reminds me of that hymn. You know, we used to sing it. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us. We will not fear for God has willed his truth to, to triumph for us. And this is the idea of we're displacing the darkness. And like you say, the every of all, all fear vanished. Um, when you've got ministering yeah. spirits on every side, <laughs> hey, that kid gets to walk down the hall free. We found that actually, you know, it's it's not it's just not usually a one off thing though, is it, Jeff? No, that's right. I guess where we saw this most is we're living over in Turkey and um we had learned how to do this. Like this was just part of one of the things that we did in, in terms of our spiritual exercises. And so we would clean house regularly. But it felt like you could tangibly detect uh, the darkness seeping into our home in Turkey. So that after 10, 14 days, it was just like, oh, wow, it's so heavy in here. People are arguing and the kids are fretting and you just go, oh, we have to do it already. We've got to go and cleanse our home. You know, it's, it's, it's not a... It, it's not something you do in five minutes. It takes a bit of time to do. But we were finding that we are having to do it over and over, uh, you know, not weekly, but um, it, we couldn't leave it too long just to keep the atmosphere in the home positive and full of light. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that, you know, um, has been very helpful in terms of just if you think about normal housekeeping, you would clean up messes. Um, you know, after people have come, you would clean up in preparation for what's coming but also just that idea of we can take it to a whole other, other level and really adorn a home. Just like we might, you know, put a nice fresh um, bunch of flowers on the table or we might, you know, put some air freshener around or we might um, hang some, you know, a really nice mirror up on the wall, for example. It's also what we bring into a home that can we can actually, you know, take it to a whole other level. And we do that yeah. through things like worship, with prayer, with, you know, hospitality, with thanksgiving, filling our home, filling our spaces with the things that really invite the Lord's presence. I'm sure all of us have been to places where you just walk in and go, wow, this is just a, this is just a, a peaceful place, you know. It might be outside, it might be inside somewhere, but, you know, you just know, you know, saints have walked here, you know, God's godliness has dwelt here. As we intentionally also, like you said, enthrone Jesus, welcome his presence, you know, we can call on angels, but we can also just bring these very simple things of, you know, once we've cleansed a home, let's adorn it with these things like just some praise, just, you know, declaring some scripture. I remember actually, one of my really Yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? It yeah. was like... I don't know, all hell had broken loose, but it wasn't... It's just in terms of sickness, really, wasn't it? Everyone was feeling heavy, everyone was feeling sick, and it was, but it was kind of oppressive as well, and yeah, I remember basically got everyone to bed, and I was just thinking, oh, this is terrible, this feels terrible, and I kind of forced myself, I guess, to get up, and I just said, I'm going, you know, I didn't feel like it, I had no energy, but I'm going to cleanse this home before I go to bed, and so I just made my way around deliberately it wasn't as though I was like in this you know feeling in the spirit or anything it was just hard work and uh fell into bed and like okay I've done it and then we woke up in the morning and it was amazing wasn't it it was just a whole other house it was just everyone felt light and there was joy and it was and it was like 
that simple act had just pulled back the curtains and let the sun shine. Yeah, I remember a similar time as fairly second. Yeah, I remember we didn't we didn't do anything particularly except I laid down on the couch and I think you just put some you just live streamed some worship through the room all night. Yeah. And um and I remember the same thing, just waking up going, Wow, it's actually that's that's a whole other level of feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. it was maybe just like just that act of filling a room with worship had dispelled whatever that that oppressiveness was that was really taking us beyond our capacity. And so we just want to encourage you um, as we come to the end of this podcast that we start doing this, you know, start being really um, vigilant and, and also being aware that our, uh, creating spaces where we can thrive. And you can do this on your own or you can get together like Jeff mentioned. And, and you can develop your own style as well. Yeah, but we just want to get into the habit of making sure that our spaces are spiritually clean, um, that we have washed away the, the, the guilt and the fear and the, the, the dirt of the past, let's say, whether that's from past generations or whether it's from you know recent history, uh, there's nothing really with Jesus that we can't clean up. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And then we get to share our stories, you know. Um, it'd be great just to as well, just really just start to share the story of what happens and what shifts when we start to spiritually clean up our territory. Yeah, yeah that's great. So thanks for sharing cleaning home, as it were, spiritually with us. We're yeah. so glad you joined us. And uh, why don't we just pray now? We'd just love to speak a blessing over you. And uh, so, Father, we come. And for all of our friends who are listening to this podcast, we just want to speak spiritual breakthrough in their homes. We just want to declare that um, you have something special for them in the places that they live. And uh, we call forth from heaven that truth of, uh, it says that the Israelites had light in all of their dwellings. And we and we just speak that truth and declare that truth and release that truth over all of the lives of the people who are listening right now. And um, we just want to meet you in that space where you have named yourself, Lord Jesus, our Emmanuel. And so we invite you into our homes, we invite you into our bedrooms, into our lounge rooms, into all of the places that we call our own. We say, Lord, would you take up residence with us and just transform the atmosphere?